Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by no one. RC RSS is my new I don't know platform. I guess a uh, little, little different, a lot cheaper. Bust brought a lot of money. Podbean. I still like Podbean to do live stuff, but it's really not a good time to do a live pod. A podcast unless you do a sports unless we did a sport together or sports we could actually do sports sometime March Madness oh, of course if that would work my buddy Parley Sean's here always great to be here he is my sports guy happy Tuesday happy 75 degree day um, it's warm be, it's very warm and just get out there and have some fun before it freezes today Tonight. before we start I have to get a shout out and a prayer Two, the Blue Jays pitcher, Eric Swanson, his son got hit by a car and they had to airlift him this morning. So hopefully he's okay. Well, say your prayers. Only four years old. Jeez. Oh, man, that's not good. All right, folks, what are we going to do? What are we going to start? You know what? I think we're going to start with college basketball. We're going to talk about how Michigan always sucks. They always play real well in the first half. And then they fall apart in the second half, and then they just lose it. It's kind of like what the old Pistons used to do. That's not good. But then we got to talk about the devastating Michigan State Spartans. Yeah, I mean, you know, they miss a lot of shots. That's one thing I've noticed about them. Even if, even if they get second and third chances, they don't hit their shots. They don't have a three-pointer. They don't have that key guy that they used to have back in the day when is those glory years. Like the Morris Petersons, the Mateen Cleaves. Yeah. They just don't have that go-to guy. Shan, or Sean Raspert. Yeah. Scott Skiles, Matty Johnson, things like that. No, they It don't. is tough to be a Michigan State Spartan fan this year. I mean, we are still on the bubble. I mean, we thought we could maybe be as high as a five seed. And we just keep dropping. We're a nine seed right now based on... Lenardi, we've lost two games that should have never been lost. Lost to Iowa. Like, we got blitzed by them, and then we lost a real heartbreaker at a buzzer beater to Ohio State. The first time Ohio State won a road game in 17 tries? Yeah, that looks real fucking great. <laughs> um, you guys lost to one of our, our arch rivals. I know. That's We're 17-10 and 10 with Purdue. It's So, it's spring break this week. So... Purdue's on Saturday. That's a loss. We're 17-11. We play a tough Northwestern at home. And then we got to go to Bloomington. And Bloomington is no slouch to play at, um, even though they're 14-12. and 12. I'm hoping that we win at least one of them. So that puts us at 18-13. and 13. And we're going into the tournament. And hopefully we win one. That puts us at 19-13. And, and then we lose. We're 19-14. and 14, And, I mean... That doesn't deserve anything better than better than a nine seed, probably a ten seed, maybe even a fucking play-in game on that Tuesday as eleven seed. Um, we could sneak by and get two wins, but I don't know. Well, it depends who you're playing against. If you play against Purdue, me, Northwestern, Indiana, yeah, Indiana, Indiana on the road, Indiana. Northwestern's yeah. the only home game left. Mm. Northwestern and Northwestern's a tournament team, and they have a better record than us. So you probably lose that game. 
We could lose all fucking three. We could be 17 and fucking 13 and need two games in the fucking Big Ten tournament to make the tournament. Is this it for is I don't know. I think this is one of the worst seasons with the talent that we have. Yeah, but you know what? I think if he wins one more and he wins one more in the in the tournament, or if he only wins one in the tournament, you guys there's not a lot of there there's not a lot of great teams out there. A lot of teams are just kind of on the bubble. They really are. And I think with Izzo, they're going to put him in there because it's Izzo, spectacular March Madness thing. Do you take a Michigan State 18 and 14, or do you take a 19 and 13 St. John's? If I had to, if I had to, I would almost pick Michigan State because they're more likely to advance advance in the tournament. And with Patino talking smack about his players and all this stuff isn't going to be a good highlight to advertise during March Madness. And if they make a bad, if they lose a bad game, then it's just a lot of weird, bad moods. With Izzo, he guy's respectable. His team, his team, all these teams are suffering for one thing. It's all these transfers. All this money that their transfer is going to, coaches can't keep players to stay at one place to establish anything. So money talks and bullshit walks. So I, do you think? I think the only way Izzo doesn't get in, like you're saying, is if they're like 17 and 15. They don't deserve to be in. If they're 18 and 14, they probably get in. If they're 19 and 13, they're probably in. But 17 and 15, they don't deserve to be in. So let me, okay. So then the, the next question is like, do you think this is it for Izzo? Is this the coming to the road of the end for Izzo and his so called dynasty? Does I mean, you're about to, you are this close of ending a 27 consecutive year streak. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the Red Wings when they made the playoffs for 25 straight years. And when they finally lost and they didn't make the playoffs. It's been like fucking 12 years. And with the first like three or four years of that new record of not making the playoffs, it was really bad. And wasn't that basically right after they didn't make it that first time they got, didn't they fire their head coach, mm-hmm. Scotty Berman? I mean, no. Izzo's not going to get fired. He'd have to retire. But but the era might be over. I mean, it, you might, it seriously might. Roy Williams is gone. Uh, Dean Smith has been gone. Coach K has been gone. Beeline has been gone. From Syracuse. Who else is going? Villanova guy. Villanova, which is quite surprising to me. That He's he still left, pretty young. That he quit that young. So then you only have left is Rick Patino, right? Yeah. yeah. As the old man, Florida State guy is pretty old too. But but the Florida, but the Florida Miami guy, he doesn't care. He'll he'll coach any Oh, yeah, the George him. Mason guy. Yeah, he, yeah, the guy, he'll coach forever. Lagarde, whatever you say his name. But Patino... I think he's only got maybe two years left. If he can't turn that team around, he's done. But Coach Izzo, he's going to have to find a replacement for him. And that replacement is going to be a lot like the way Coach K did it with Duke and North Carolina did it. So Izzo gets the pick. I think he would. I don't think you want to just get Joe Schmoll to show up to Michigan State. 
It's going to be an in-house person. In-house. Someone that lives, dies, drinks, sucks Michigan State. Can we talk about two other Big Ten teams, though, that I really would like to give a shout-out? First, we got to go with the son, Doug Collins, Northwestern. Oh, yeah. He's cool. They're about to make the, the tournament. Yeah. And then you got to talk about Nebraska. Yeah, that's cool, too. Like, Fred Hoiberg has got that team running. I mean, they're going to have 20 wins this year. Okay. Kids shooting three-pointers, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That Asian kid. They got that Asian kid that's really good. And we should probably know his name. <laughs> so horrible. But still. Hey. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I swear to God, don't do it. Yeah, but really, think about this. If you think, and I tell you what, what happened last night, George, uh, North Carolina, and Miami played. That was close. That was real close. Miami's almost put on the fast one, but can't. Miami has been problems with opening games and closing games, and in between they either are there or they just completely fade off completely. So And Baylor got their big win on the road mm-hmm. over TCU, 62-54. That was not a very high-scoring game. So I guess what we'll do is... Uh, There's some big games tonight. We got Houston and Cincinnati. Number um, one against an unrated team, 16-11 in Cincinnati. The one that's most intriguing for me is Kentucky versus Mississippi State. Yeah, both at 19-8. Yeah, both at 19-8. Uh, well, that's the other old-time coach, Calipari. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. He doesn't look that old. No, he doesn't. He, he probably keeps himself in shape. That's but, a very important game. I think, I mean, Mississippi State probably needs that game more than Kentucky does. Like, Kentucky's a lock in the tournament. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I think they're probably the strongest team out there besides Purdue. Of all the major big teams that have been in those tournaments for okay, years, yeah. years years. But Houston, probably Houston would be number two. Purdue is number one. Kentucky. Yeah, you're North Carolina. North Carolina. Kentucky, North Carolina, four and five. Kansas. And somewhere in there. Kansas is overrated. You're right. Dickerson is too slow. Again, the problem with Dickerson, he's too slow for the team. And that's one thing I kill Michigan. Like, Who's better, Tennessee or Kansas? Because Tennessee, if they don't make their threes, they are fucked. Yeah. We watched them multiple times. Yeah, well, too many times. And Kansas beat Tennessee. That's another old coach you're talking about from Tennessee that used to be in Texas. Rick Barnes. Yeah. He, uh. Connecticut. Oh, maybe Connecticut is number three. Right? Auburn can be scary with Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to go Purdue. Go UConn. As the one seeds. The one seeds. Houston. Houston. Who's the four? Who's yeah. the fourth number one? Not North Carolina, not Duke. Not Ken- well, I would probably say Duke over Kansas. What about Arizona? Maybe. Is Arizona Marquette or Tennessee? Is the other number one? Not Tennessee. Tennessee. So Arizona? Yeah, maybe. It makes more sense. It's a shit show, though, because look, Houston's 24 and 3, Purdue's mm-hmm. 25 and 3, and Connecticut's 25 and 3. Everybody else has got six fucking losses. Mm-hmm. So whoever gets in, everybody's going to be able to bitch. Why did they, What made them more stronger than six losses than everybody else? Well, I don't know. It's really about the time. Probably when take Arizona. It's about the time when you lose and when you win. It's better to w- lose early and then win 
in the end. Speaking of rushing the court, there's a team that won the first game of the year last night. First know. game of the year? Yeah. Not Detroit Mercy? No. Oh, there's somebody that still didn't have a win? And then like five people rushed the court. That's more than the one from the one from Detroit Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Well, let me, I'll do this. Okay. Well, yeah. I want to say Syracuse has got an important game against Virginia Tech. Yeah. So Syracuse has got to win that one. You got an intriguing matchup at 7 o'clock between the Pittsburgh Panthers and the Clemson Tigers. Hmm. Pittsburgh Panthers are 18 and 9, and Clemson is 19 and 8. Ooh. And you got the prodigy of the former coach K, you know, still at Pittsburgh as a head coach. Oh, you're right. What's his name? Forgot. Yeah, we kind of need those names to make them more relevant. Just go. My very important game. St. Bonaventure, 17 and 10, was playing Loyola's Chicago. Sister Jean, the 99-year-old woman. Sister Jean and Loyola is 20 and 7. Got to give a shout-out to Denzel Valentine's uh, brother, the head coach. So, go Spartans, blood. So, go Loyola. And Sister Jean. Sister Jean. She's still alive? Yeah, she's still walking around. Is she really? I don't know if she's walking around much, but she's in a wheelchair. She's walking more than you are. Mm. We got a can. What are you, are you? Okay, eight o'clock game. Are you intrigued in this game? What's that? BYU nineteen and eight versus number seven Kansas. Yeah, because Kansas could lose that game. BYU can shoot threes. They're, high, they're one of the highest scoring teams in the league. And Kansas could lose that game. Kansas, I don't know if you, Kansas, you, you, if you can speed up that game for Kansas, Kansas is going to have a problem. If you slow the game down too much, that can help Kansas. Kansas probably needs to slow that game down. Do you agree? Of course. Be like faster as they didn't go to the threes. What's that? I think that spread is pretty high, too. <laughs> for BYU. Well, I would take the over-under. In that game? Mm-hmm. BYU is getting six and a half. The over-under is 154.5. That's pretty average. Uh, 75, 70, 70 is 140. 80 plus 70. Maybe. Kansas probably wins still. An important game for the NC State Wolfpack going into... Oh, wait a second. For the state. So it's Jeff Capel from from Coach K. Yep. That's yeah. He's pretty good. Detroit needs a new head coach. <laughs> Pistons. <laughs> we call that later. NC State cannot afford to lose against the Florida State Seminoles tonight. No, no, they can't. The Wolfpack have to take care of business. Wolfpack. So here's an intriguing matchup. Texas was ranked in the top five this year. They're now 17 and 10, going to Raider Nation, Texas Tech at 19 and 8. Mm. Is this a must win for Texas? They got to win because if they don't, they'll be a. Actually, that may be, they could steal Michigan State's spot or Michigan State could steal their spot. Do you agree? They have Texas Tech left, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Three teams that are on the bubble also. Oklahoma's 19 and 8. Yeah. 
It could be the team. Texas that needs helps. to win. That could be the team that helps Michigan State stay in it. If they lose three or four. Mm-hmm. Oh, good call. I like that. I got to root against them, maybe then. That's tough for me. What's that? Hook'em horns. Yeah, but you, you gotta know, go with your alumni. But you know what? You're not in that division, so don't worry about it. Right. It'd be like, it'd be like if we needed Duke to lose for Michigan to get in at any point of 2000 and whatever is not 23, 24 because they kind of stink. But yeah, that that game in itself is going to be. Yeah, I like that game. Okay. Here's what I want to ask. Okay. It's a new head coach. He's doing a good job. Yeah. Penn State's fourteen and fourteen. Yeah. They're playing. They're playing in Iowa, sixteen and fourteen. It's in Iowa. You know, Iowa's favored, but Penn State has Iowa, Minnesota, and Maryland left. So they could win two. All win, all winnable games. So that could be the team that takes out Michigan State. That puts them at seventeen and fourteen. And you probably would take. Hmm. Depending on how Michigan State ends it, could be and depends on Penn State. Penn State has more quality wins. They beat Wisconsin. They beat us. Yeah. They beat Illinois. Mm-hmm. They could do it. I think that could probably be the team that takes you out. For sure. Sorry. Stinker. That's why we need Penn State to lose too. Mm-hmm. We do. So go Iowa. Yeah. So now you got to go for the team that you don't like. Yeah. But Iowa's not a really team that's a year retro. Arch rival. No. It's not that difficult to not like or like Iowa. I mean. And then the Mountain West late night game past everybody's bedtime, especially Andre's. Unless he's got something to do with 69. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I'll tell you what. I got to get up tomorrow morning <clears throat> really early. Well, yeah, you got your new job. You had training today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What time did you have to be there today? Be there at nine. Oh. So you woke up at eight. Yeah, well, I woke up earlier. I always wake up early. I'm an early bird. So Nevada, Colorado State, Mountain West, if anybody cares. 22 and 6, Nevada, Colorado State, 28. Here's another one, which is not really big, but oh, did we already talk about Georgetown, Villanova? No, because neither one of them can even make the tournament, can they? Villanova can win two or three. What's the Villanova's record? 15 and 12. You got one more win than no one else that mm. we talked about. 14 and 12. Penn State or whatever. No. You have to win out, go 18 and 12, and win a game in the tournament? Okay, they got a chance. Look, if both teams, Penn State and Villanova, end up with the same record, I can guarantee you Villanova would take that spot. Oh, of course, 100%. So it's worth talking about. So Nova, you're saying Nova is at home and they, it's a must-win game. Yeah, Georgetown's just Georgetown is never going to be the same ever again. It's not going to. It's just so sad. And I, you know what? It's like Patrick Ewing ruined that team. No, I mean Coach Thompson, the second, ruined that team. That team just, and again, the whole era of basketball now is what. Don't stay with teams. Just go get transferred, get paid. You think that's yeah, going, yeah. You think it's going to affect it, right? Are we done with college ball? I think we are done with college ball. Let's talk a little bit about golf. John Rom, live golf now with him. 
Tiger Woods is ignoring him text. John Rahm's upset. Don't know why you'd be upset. Of course, you went to the bad side. You went to the dark side. You went to the live, golf, Saudi Arabia League. But no one really cares because no one watches golf. There's not been a game in a tournament that we're watching PGA Tour. Unless it's the Masters, the PGA Championship, the Players' Championship, uh, the British Open, that's it. That's the only times I'm going to watch golf. And if, tell you the truth, if none of the big players are even in those five, four or five uh, big tournaments. Yeah, we don't even know who we are going to have in the tournament for Augusta, do we? In no. April? No. And that's the thing. If I don't have half of the people that are over and live, I'm not fucking watching Augusta. And I like to play golf. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, how do And Augusta you... is huge. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the spring. It's how you start the, the Grand Masters. I mean, the Grand Slams and all that. And you're, if you don't have even... If you don't have Bubba Watson, you don't have DeChambeau, you don't have... Dustin Johnson. Brooks Kopka. Rom. Rom. The other big fat guy, the DeShambo. Yeah, well, he's not really fat. He's tall. And yeah. Lost a lot of can't weight. putt. Yeah, he can't hit his irons. Yeah. He overdrives. So, it's, really, you got Scheffler, the Japanese guy, and Moy. Yeah, that's it. And tell, tell, tell uh, whatever. And Tiger Woods always And Spieth, right? You got Spieth. Yeah. And Tiger Woods always just goes out. I mean, you got the Detroit, the t- Detroit guy, that can never finish. Is that he's, he? He can never finish. He can have the lead on Sundays, but then he can never finish. What's his thing? It's a little guy. It's a guy with an orange. Pumba. Who? Well, he is sponsored by Pumba. Oh. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. No, but is he really from Detroit? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. I think he's from California. Look that up. I don't believe you, but while he looks that up, Ricky Fowler, yeah. While you he looks that up, is there any way that you think golf can be saved without Tiger Woods? Because Tiger Woods is done. Oh my bad, he is from. He's from California. Yeah, you were right for once. Yeah, That's all the surprising. time. There's no way that man, that little guy's from Detroit. Did, did, did he go to a Detroit school or something? Maybe that's what it was. There's no way. Look, look. The best way to fix golf is what? To know when no one watches it until they put things back together. Am I right? True. Oh, what else would you think? What else would you do with golf? I don't know. You can just put them both together. And then and anybody can play anywhere. And then you just. That's the only thing I can think of, right? I think what I think what's going to really happen is the PGA Tour is going to be bought out by Liv. And we're going to have Arabs run everything? Well, it doesn't really matter. They already run all the oil anyway, so I guess it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't really matter? No. No. And then you just have less tournaments, a boring tournaments in America. Do you need to watch a tournament in Cleveland? Do you need or Minnesota. Here? Minnesota? No. Only Arizona, maybe Florida, or California. Yeah. All right. Did you see they got that other dumb this year? They got the uh, the match, you know, girls playing in that. What? Do you know how the match used to start with 
freaking Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and whoever was with him. Well, now this year it's Roy McIlroy and somebody else. Oh, and then one person, time. there's one girl in well, it. But they got to do that to make it more entertaining. Hmm. So it's, who is it? Who's in the tournament? Uh, Look it up. Well, that's going to be more fun, right? You see a girl. Maybe she'll wear her uh, outfit. She'll flirt with the guys. Make the guys all giggle. Lexi Thompson. Ooh, Lexi Thompson. She let Tom Blonde. So it's Lexi, yes. Lexi Thompson and Rose Sanger and Roy McElroy and Max Huma. Those are the people. Yeah. There should be two girls. Because that way it'd be more fair. All right. Dun-dun-dun. dun Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. Part ways with Baker Mayfield. Wow. Why would you do that? What is wrong with that team? Where is it going? Wow. And then they say the prediction is trade for $18 million QB wild offseason prediction. Trade? Who are they going to pick up? I don't know. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins? Would you take Baker? They're Bear? talking about Justin Fields. That could happen. So since we transmitted into the NFL, they are not going to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. Makes him open. Josh Jacobs is open. And still, Henry is open. And somebody that is 38 years old wants to come back and play. Adrian Peterson. Forget about Adrian. And the Dallas Cowboys are not going to franchise tag Tony Pollard. So the Cowboys need a running back. Hmm. But Tony Parker was... Tony Pollard was trash. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. yeah. He was not worth the toilet paper you wipe your ass with. Well, he was decent when he had another running back and then he didn't have to take the big load or all the load or all the running. Yeah. So it, it worked for them. But when he had to touch the ball more often, teams were more prepared to play his type of offense. So, but Barkley... I think they're done with him. I think they're not going to protect him. They don't want him. They're going to get a new draft pick. Am I right? You think they're going to go with a draft pick, right? With the running back. Jacobs, same thing. Maybe Jacobs will go, but Seattle running back, Carson, goes to one of those teams. Maybe. That make more sense? I don't know, like, the top running backs in the league. I mean, Quorum is decent, but I don't know... No, I mean, think about this. I mean, you can always find those steals. No, you got no, you got Gibbs from Detroit. You got a running back from Philadelphia. You're gonna get rid of Gibbs. No, I know, but I'm just saying that you you, you don't know the top running back. So you got Gibbs in Detroit. You got Stewart in uh in Philadelphia. You got Henry, who's gonna still get traded to uh, he's gonna get traded to uh. Dallas. Okay. I think he's still going to get traded. But they're not going to franchise him because he's going to get traded to Dallas. But Dallas thinks bigger is better. But you know what's funny is that is Oh, Austin Eckler, too. They didn't give him a they didn't give him one either. Yeah. I'd take Austin Eckler in Dallas. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. 
Would you take him over Henry? No. No? You wouldn't do that? You know what's funny? Is that... Is Jerry Jones. He bought the team. And you, you know who he get, and you know who he got rid of? Herschel Walker. I know. Okay. Makes you sick. Does it? Herschel Walker is washed up. Correct? Maybe. So it's funny that... It's funny to me to see Jerry Jones picking up players who are older than dirt. And that shouldn't be playing in the NFL anymore. Since that ACL injury, Derrick Henry's never going to be the same. So you're right. DeAndre Swift is free, and he had a hell of a year this year, over 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Look, no matter what, Gibbs is not going, you know, going nowhere for Detroit. Well, he could because he's still under that um, the rookie contract. So within AJ Dillon, Singletary. You know, is Zach Mc- Moss is going to want to demand a trade if freaking what's-his-face is coming back. Zach Moss. The backup for the... Are you talking about... Uh, the Colts. The backup. Zach Moss. Oh, yeah. Who is the quarterback? You mean the running back. Running back? Or Taylor. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, those are the top 10 running backs available. And we, then you got Le'Veon Bell wanting to come back. It's just too old. It's like saying Barry Sanders and Emma Smith coming back. And that's just ridiculous. So before we go to the NBA. Yeah. Red Wings are hot. Hey, you know Fucking what? smoke it. Five what? straight. You know what? I'm going to... Did you watch that game? Kane came back. She's that Chicago. was sweet. That was Chicago. Awesome. They honored him, but he made the winning goal. Did you see that? That was a phenomenal game. Do you want to know what the best part was? Two fucking Red Wings fans walked all the way down and threw fucking octopuses on the, on the ice yeah, in Chicago. Sweet. Yeah, that's so sweet. That's sick. Yeah. That's like the only game of the year that you can watch the Blackhawks and the Red Wings not get into a big old fist fight. Because Chris Chelios was retired, his number. number that five. same day? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool because Chelios was a Red Wing too. Yeah. And but, so here's the really cool thing about this. I mean, I don't know a lot about hockey, but we do know that the Red Wings have been awful the last few years. They've won five straight. Mm-hmm. They are the number one wild card right now. Yep. They have 70 points. Yep. They're over the four. They actually have our one point lead over the former champions. Like a couple years ago, Tampa Bay Lightning. They're at 69. Andre's favorite number and favorite position of all time. 69. Anyway, so the best part is even if Tampa Bay somehow makes a comeback and takes the, the, the point lead, they are seven points up. On the nine seed, the nine seed is sixty-three. Yeah, there's fifty-eight games. There's only twenty-four left. Like the Detroit Red Wings would really, really have to fuck up, really fuck up, to not make the playoffs this year. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. But that game in itself, Chris Chelios gave an honor to Kane, Patrick Kane, and said that when it's all said and done, Patrick Kane will be the greatest American, North American player or U.S. player of all time. So that's because Yager cool. was somewhere else. I think Yager is Canadian. Huh. Well, then you got Crosby. Crosby for the Penguins. He's Gretzky was Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gretzky, even um, Messier. I think Messier was European or 
So Red Wings are making the playoffs. Okay. Still the 24 games left. The goalie is playing really well. So was the fucking Grand Rapids kid. I know. 28 saves last week, Wednesday. I know. It's pretty, it's pretty great. The Griffins are hot, too. You know. This is their AAA team. It's a lot of fun to be a hockey fan. You know what's not a lot of fun? Is being a Detroit Piston fan. <laughs> watching it. But they truly got screwed last night. Yeah, they did. They got fouled within the last five seconds. We can clobber their rookie, taken out under the legs by two sides up 113-111, and then to miss that call, and they admitted that they missed that call, and then to lose a game because the guy makes two free throws. Yeah. Kid had a great game. He had 30-some points. Ivy had a good, pretty good game. Bakovic, former Detroit. He scored just just enough for me to win my power lane. I had Kay Cunningham with like 18 points. I had, to tell you the truth, I only had Ivy with like 12 or 13 points. And he scored 16. And then Bakovic, I only had him to score 10 and a half points over. And he got 13. Okay. So, I mean, the way I bet, I bet games that where I watch them enough to know what's going on. You know, when I lose is when I'm not watching those games at all. I'm not talking about Detroit Pistons. I'm talking about even college basketball or anything. I'll come short. Like, unfortunately, Michigan State screwed me over. Last weekend? Mm-hmm. Mm. But, I mean, it happens. And that's what sports is about. Sports is not about everything to be working out exactly no, the way you're right. you want. Because if that was the case, then the teams would not be fun to watch. No, you're right. So it's kind of good that we have s- separate games. that There are winners and losers. That's why college basketball is probably the closest thing to real sports. Because um, now you don't have players that you can just sit around and keep around for four years. That doesn't happen no more. So how pissed are you when the referee comes out and actually admits that he fucked up in that Pistons game? No. Like, it's top news in the NBA. Because they have to now, and it makes it look less worse. That's the why they do it now. They don't do that just because they feel bad. They do it because it creates controversy. It creates stories. It creates just gibberish of gibberish and stuff that doesn't make any who cares sense. That's why. That truly is why. So what do you think about this? The Toronto Raptors, their head coach, Darko, Darko Vrjovic, which has got to be somewhere over there in different countries. I think he's Italian. That means Italian. Promised his players if they won three fucking games in a row, he'd buy him pizza. Papa pizza. Papa la Little pizza here, little pizza there. That's Italiano. Yeah, that's not Colombian. That's Italian. Yeah, but I am Colombian. <laughs> Everybody wants to be Italian, and no one wants to be Colombian. Everyone hates Colombian. I mean, do you care? I mean, is that really top ten fucking news in the NBA? That <laughs> congratulations, the Raptors get pizza from their head coach. Hey man, maybe the Pistons should do that. Win three games, you get McDonald's, or like maybe you get a Founders beer or something. Well, Founders is not there anymore, but maybe Atwater beer from Detroit. Are you excited to see Chris Paul tonight? He's back. Chris Paul. The biggest crybaby in the world. No, I'm just kidding. 
He is a crybaby. Do you think that uh, the Golden State Warriors are over? The dynasty's done? I mean, they're still a playoff team. They're 29, 27. But yeah, but they're done. <sighs> I mean, I'd take Golden State probably over the Kings, over the Pelicans. You really, um, Maybe. Maybe. The Kings are young guns, though. But I like, like that Chris Murray, a former yeah. Iowa. Yeah, I do too. And you gotta he had like 12 points in the first quarter. And, but like, you got to understand <sighs> this. Steph Curry doesn't have his three-point uh, threat friend anymore. Clay's coming off the bench. Yeah, Clay's coming off the bench. And then you got Draymond still punching people in the balls <laughs> and, and body slamming people. Okay, so can't. the Celtics have won eight games straight. They play the Philadelphia without Embiid tonight. Embiid's done, win. isn't he? Eh, I'm not sure. And so is that Randall, uh, that Randall guy from the, the next. He's done mm. too. The only team that has a bet worse losing record than the Pistons right now Who? is the Washington Wizards. They've lost eleven straight, but they still have a better rec- they still have a better record than the Pistons. They got nine wins. And we got eight. We got six losses straight. We got eight wins. That's eight wins. The Pistons are on a back to back nut tonight back against to back. the Bulls. The Bulls. Can they cover the the ten and a half spread tonight? No, I feel like they could win this game tonight. No, Zach Levine. Do you know why I think they could win that game tonight? Because of what happened last night. Detroit is looking <laughs> better, but they're looking worse. They keep losing, but they keep playing hard. But playing hard is not going to catch you enough wins. One thing they got to do is stop turning over the ball. Bad turnovers. Bad passing isn't going to fit your. It's not going to fit your bill. It's not going to fit your bill, so don't do it. Stop doing that. It's dumb. Um, let's see here. I don't know why Cade Cunningham and Jalen Ivy are game time decisions. What do they do? Just going to fucking sit. Play the fucking game. I know you hate that, don't you? I'd hate it too, but I don't complain about it anymore. Because you know why? Because it don't fucking matter. It doesn't. Because these guys make enough money. And they don't care. The Vikings GM, back to football, is not considering trading Jefferson. I think Jefferson, when he's done his contract, he's gone. They don't even know who their fucking quarterback's going to be. I know. He's going to be gone. It's a waste. You know where he should go? Kirk Cousins going to either Seattle or Denver. <laughs> I don't believe... Maybe, back, maybe Atlanta? No, Justin Fields. But why would... No, I thought Justin Fields was going to Tampa. Oh, he might go there too. Yeah. But here's a question. What What is better than Kirk Cousins? Or do people just don't like Kirk Cousins? He's a nice guy, but he's just he not... He is really a nice guy, but he can't win the big game. Yeah. Look how many years it tough fucking took him to win a fucking Monday night game. Yeah. He's like two and twelve. So where do you? So where do you want it? So, I mean, he he and he had his career numbers of his numbers were the top number over four thousand yards this year, and what did it? What did the team show for it? Nothing. No. No, I really think that Jefferson's going to be traded. If it's keep like, Fields and go to the Bears. That's not bad. Or what you should do is go to Detroit. Detroit's looking for another wide receiver. Detroit signed a couple of major players. We signed a couple of players for Detroit. Special team guys. 
I think they Jefferson's going to cost more. You can get Ridley for cheaper. That's true. Because the Detroit Lions team was probably going to be put together for another, what, two years? And that's it. And again, I was telling because you Because all those people that are still on rookie contracts are going to get fucking paid in a year yeah. or two years. Yeah. All that whole defense is going to get paid. Yeah. Because Hutchinson's got two more years on his contract. That So two more years, you're going to... It's, it's going to yeah, so they got to win. They got they got to win by twenty twenty seven. Yeah, they do. They're gonna have to because Jared Goff isn't gonna be there in about. I I don't think they should really sign him for another more than five years. I don't think they should have signed him for no more than two years. St. Brown probably get paid big time. Our tight end's gonna get paid big time. You you, you know the funny thing about this whole thing. Is if you think about what players to keep and then at the end of Detroit Lions uh, rookie contracts, I would probably was, at this point is do what every other team does and, and keep uh, the tight ends. That could happen. Yeah. And then St. Brown would be gone, unfortunately. I don't want him to leave, but who do you pay more? Do you pay Hutchinson more or do you pay... Same Brown. Oh, side note, because we're talking about receivers, and it was the number one receiver, the Bengals franchise tag, T. Higgins. Really? He's staying with Cincy. But he's not really that valuable for that team, is he? How can you? I mean, let's take a time out here. You didn't have a quarterback this year, so T. Higgins didn't help him win, get to that Super Bowl. Yeah, but, yeah, it's true. Here's a name for Detroit. Hmm. Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mike Evans. That's a, I've heard that. Mike Evans. The Detroit is looking at him, too. Marquise Brown from the Cardinals. That makes sense because he's going to get to a good team, play with a good team. Jared Goff needs to know wide out. Where's Gabe Davis going? Yeah. I don't know. Do you pick up Odell Beckham? No. Tyler Boyd? I would pick him Tyler Boyd before Beckham. Beckham is just, I don't know. I don't trust his mood swings. I just really don't. Is Michael Thomas too old? Oh, yeah. He's mentally not very Do the Lions keep Josh Reynolds? If that's uh, Jared Goff's favorite receiver, yes. Kind of have to. Osborne's a free agent. Osborne from... Minnesota. Minnesota. There's some receivers that are open. I think you got to sign Josh Reynolds again. You're going to have to. And then we'll probably sign like Mike Evans. His biggest story is Mike Evans. I keep hearing that over and over again. So I feel like we're big and Merrifield not playing in Tampa, and I think that's why they released him because... So Tampa Bay... So that division just got interesting, yeah. and that division just got handed over to the Saints. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. The only reason that Tampa Bay stays the number one seed in that division is if they get Justin Fields. Yeah. If you they get what? Justin Fields, Mike Seven stays. But you know what? I still think these teams are dumb. Carolina's trash. Atlanta, maybe. But you know what? When you get a quarterback like Justin Fields, you just got to develop the guy. And what you want to do is get rid of your bad, ugly-ass 
bullshit coaches. He's had four fucking coaches in four years. What are you going to do? How are you going to do As much as we both hate Ohio State, what can you do when you have to switch to play calls every fucking year? Yeah. That's the problem. The problem is not Justin Fields. It's the problem is the organization being organized and understanding how to put things together. Like Justin Fields goes somewhere else and plays in the Tampa Bay division. It's a different thing. You know... Do you know what if he was, goes to Atlanta with the weapons that Atlanta has with Kyle Pitts and maybe they bring Calvin Ridley back or really, fuck maybe yeah. Atlanta sells ship maybe Mike Evans sells ships and go plays with Justin Fields at fucking ATL yeah that makes sense do you know how much do you think you know what if Justin Fields had you know here's a theory if Justin Fields went to Detroit after Jerry Goff and he still had the arm and the legs and you still kept Sam Brown and your tight ends and all that. That that team would be would be a beast. And you got Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I gotta go too. Yeah, we know. But here you go, folks. Sean's got his hanky panky time coming up soon. I do not. He's gonna go <laughs> right in I am going to see the girlfriend, Jess, yes, but she's going to make me dinner and we're actually going out. One of her daughter has something going on tonight. So. And then after that show, they'll find each other in the bathroom in the closet. Uh, no comment. Or in the car in the garage because no one's going to know that either. She's driving. I know, but when it's all said and done... Go inside, kids. Get ready to bed. <laughs> I know you'll be listening to this on the way to work tomorrow, sweetheart, so I'm sorry. On that note, everybody have a great day. Drive safe tomorrow in this 16, 17 degree weather. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Crazy J Podcast, y'all. Thank you, Spotify. <laughs> Thank you, Apple Podcast. Thank you, Mr. Mortable. Sean. Parlay. Sean. Skeet, skeet. Skeet, Rant, 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 rant. That's how we do it. Bada, she boom, did bada. love the, the the bases that we talked about last week. She said we, she was just cracking up. It's, it's true. Yeah. No one talks she about goes, that. She, you really came up with some great shit last week. Yeah. No one talks about that. Yeah. And anyway. Sean's hitting a home run tonight. What is little ding dong? <laughs> Peace.